This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. She's touching the mouse already. I thought we were going to get started there, with this. There was a, there was a, there was a mouse in the middle of I, my face. I can't I, work with this. Lady. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together. Thanks for joining us today. We're doing a little short bite today. If you're listening to this podcast and something sounds a little weird because we're actually doing a video down in the show notes, we'll have all the links to the YouTube channel. Come on over and check it out. We had an interview that didn't work out and ran over. And so here we are in front of our webcam <laughs> recording our podcast. We might as well do something. So today we're going to do a, a podcast. What are we going to talk about, Ariel? Gravity maze. Gravity <laughs> maze. This is actually a way more fun doing it in front of a camera. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep laughing at each other. Okay. We're trying to talk about gravity maze Ooh, by Think, Think Fun. Fun. Yes. Uh, so this is a terrific game. It says eight to adult, but our five-year-old is digging it. So She's really digging it. Um, I think it depends on the level of your puzzler. So it's a logic game and there are 60 levels. And I'd say... Want to get the board out? Here we go. Yeah. Let's get, get this board. Just lost show and tell to the listeners here. So basically you get a nice little cube, a little four by four uh, shape. And then mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're kind of doing a little uh, Star Trek 3D chess type of thing going on. And these little blocks, they click together and they pop in. So right. you put them in. Are we going to try and problem uh, solve in front of the people here? Uh, no, we're not going to problem solve in front of you. All but right. anyway, you're basically going to put a marble into the top and watch it go down through the levels and eventually end up in the red goal and so, so but how does it start like wh where did they begin so hold that for ooh, me ooh, I'm the van and the vanna white of the game yes yeah, he is, he is. the gravity maze so it's kind of cool there's uh these really neat cards and on the cards they give an indication about where the starting points are for um, specific towers and those towers they actually have little dots on the sides of them so you can see the orientation of the tower and then at the very bottom of that it gives you a series of the different um, towers that you're allowed to use to solve it so it says here's the starting configuration and then here's the things you're allowed to do to get to the end so it's all about placement of towers and orientation of those and then so maybe you can make the marble go from the top yeah. into the for, goal for those watching on the youtube channel each level has a different slide so maybe this one goes straight out this one goes straight down this one will go off to the side this one scoop over to the side here and this one catches on the bottom so you have to kind of turn and orient it based on how you want the the marble to flow through the little maze in essence that you're making here right in the early levels those are only vertically um oriented but then in later levels you actually need to place some of them horizontally and it tells you when you're supposed to place them vertically versus horizontally <laughs> <laughs> matt's trying to break it um so so they snap in horizontally and then you can go vertically here. Yeah, and you can actually click towers onto each other. So it's really neat. I like that it isn't it isn't so open-ended that you know you get a starting position and you don't know what pieces you need to complete it. I do like that it tells you which pieces you need. Mm -hmm. It has um, four different levels. There's a beginner, uh, or maybe it's three, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So we started with the beginner levels. My five and a half year old it was digging the beginner levels by herself. She was able to finish about half of them without any help. And then I started helping her a little bit. But I love it because we were talking about scientific method. We were talking about having a hypothesis. This is a great game for that because you're looking at 
what you start with and you know what you have to work with to, to complete it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so each time she's making a hypothesis about what's going to happen. And I mean, it's as just we the go pure, through, yeah, it's just a pure STEM game. I mean, right. As we go through, she takes the little marble and like, so we know the starting one, she'll, she'll take the next block in series and she'll, she'll run the marble. Ah, okay. That's what happened. Then she'll turn it. Ah, she's, yeah. she's constantly making a guess and then she's checking it over yeah, and over. These are software skills. These are engineering skills build something, test it. Oh, it failed or it worked the way I wanted. Now I'm going to build onto that. These are, these are core skills that, you know, I've seen developers use. I've seen engineers use hardware, mm-hmm. software, whatever it might be. These are the skills that, you know, right. old people like me, <laughs> you know, use to solve things and also how to figure out what's wrong. Um, one of the things we always trying to do is problem solving. So whenever you get something back, whether it's engineering, like, Hey, I got a new board, I got a new kit but I'm not being able to connect these headers, what's going on. Or when I apply power, the whole board shorting out, Oh, I have a, you know, power is jumper to ground somewhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe we had a bad soldering connection, things of that nature. Those are the type of deductive skills that engineers and scientists use all the time, because most of the time, most of the time we're making something and it's failing all the time. And what we're trying to do is, you know, chisel out the solution and get to the get to the final part and then these are the skills we do this with so one of the things that i like about this one there are there are many single player logic mm-hmm. type games one of them that i've always enjoyed is rush hour and we'll probably talk about that at some point on yeah. the show um but any games where you, that in that game specifically you have to move pieces to get your car out of the parking lot configuration one of the things in in, in any of these single player games when you have to move things in a certain order mm-hmm it's hard to see where the breakdown happened. So for younger learners or (laughs) for me, (laughs) you know, I hate when it's like, okay, in order to solve this puzzle, it's a series of 20 moves and you Mm -hmm. have to make those moves in the right order. If you don't, you're going to get stuck and you're not going to get to the solution because it's really difficult to see where you went wrong. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this, you're starting in a configuration and you can constantly test with the starting configuration and the number of towers they tell you you're allowed to use to fix it or to, to get to the solution, there's only so many ways you could, I mean, you could theoretically, you could test them all yeah. and keep just trying, trying, trying until you find the way that works. And all that trying is learning. And mm-hmm. so our daughter realized she was doing one last night with me and she had it all worked out. And the very last piece, she couldn't figure out exactly how it was supposed to go. And she realized that there were only four possibilities. Mm-hmm. And so she turned it and tested. Nope. Okay. Turned it, tested. No, no. Okay. And then finally she saw it and she was like, I got it. And she, she ran it from the beginning and it worked and she was super proud of herself. Yeah. So uh, I love that even younger learners can enjoy it. I mean, this is definitely something that needs parent involvement. Mm-hmm. I think that eight and up, you, you know, I, I think a seven-year-old, you know, could probably do all of these without too much trouble if they're really yeah. into puzzles. Um, for my younger learner, but, but I it's had not just, her. it's not just the gameplay, like with the cards, but also there's, there's open play. Like you can right. just play with and it. And she was doing that. She said, okay, she, cause it's almost like a marble run. So she goes, okay, yeah. mom, I'm not going to do a puzzle. I just want to make my own marble run. And I'm like, okay go for it and what's really cool so these towers in the early levels you're basically just going from the the, you know the top square of every tower kind Mm -hmm. of cascading down to get to the to the answer but as you go into advanced more advanced levels you're going on the top level into another one back through the same tower back through it again right there's it gets pretty complex um i i definitely enjoyed 
enjoyed the puzzle and and our child really did too. well so head on out there we'll have the link in the show notes for this beautiful game you got you want to show it to him again gravity, Ooh, gravity maze. maze so remember if you're listening to this on the podcast and this sounds very weird <laughs> we are doing a video so head on over to the youtube channel subscribe to our youtube channel we're yeah. going to be doing more videos and stuff i think this is terrific for anybody who wants to focus on stem stuff yeah uh, lots of trial and error and you know, making a guess as to what's going to work and then testing it. It's, this is really, this is like classic STEM and this is going to be a keeper that we're going to use for both of our children for years to come. So I'm super happy. Do you know if they have expansions of this? I don't think that they do, but there are other ones. But there's There's, other games like Marble Run and things like that. Well, there's Laser Maze. Laser Maze, yes. We also have, have. but we haven't opened it yet. So (laughs) we probably will do a review on that at some other time. Basically the same idea. You're just bouncing a laser beam around with mirrors and whatnot. Yeah, I think that there's mirrors. Do they, they have splitters and prisms and things like that? I I don't know, Mr. Scientist. (laughs) I haven't opened it yet. Maybe, maybe, where is it? Some of the bonus room one? (laughs) I need to start playing with that thing. Um, Where's daddy? He's up in the bonus room playing with laser I know, I kind of, (laughs) her daughter was like, mommy, let me come up with a solution. And then I'm like thinking in my brain, how would I do it? Okay, you know, because these are really fun. I think there's a, there's a place, obviously games are very Mm -hmm. social. They teach a lot of great uh, lessons about cooperation, mm-hmm. about good competition, all that stuff. But it's really nice to have single player games sometimes yep. because they can occupy your kiddo when you're busy with something else. Sometimes it's nice for them to just puzzle something out on their own. Yeah, I mean, you can you can imagine having to compete. You know. <clears throat> yeah, you can imagine having like a you know six seven year old and they're sitting at the kitchen table and they're just playing with this. And it, what's nice is it's self contained. Like they designed it so that there's these like flanges here on the edge, so that like when the ball hits it doesn't like roll off under the table right and there are three little marbles in case you lose yes. one but i think this would yeah, be, so really be aware great. there there are some choking hazards with the little marbles yeah this is this is not for younger kids yeah. this would be really good in like a morning basket Ooh. they could you know you could always keep one logic game because kind of your morning basket get that brain thing. get that brain heated up in the morning yeah well and i like that all the cards there the cards are labeled with their with the level of difficulty and with a number so you could say okay well i've completed card one mm-hmm. through ten maybe each morning they try to complete one card that's a great cards. idea um yeah i think it's a great way to get your brain juices working and i love the fact that it's something that they can do on their own um our puzzle loving daughter it, it really loves it and she's asked to play it the last three nights in a row so yep. so so gravity maze gravity maze we we highly recommend it check it out in the show notes thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey please engage with us on social media join our homeschool together podcast group on facebook and find us at homeschool together podcast on instagram we'd love to hear your feedback questions and recommendations until next time happy homeschooling